running 100 miles seems impossible, and maybe even kind of crazy. And it is, but we believe in big crazy dreams. That's why we ran 100 miles. It was such a life-changing experience for us, we decided to devote this podcast to preparing and inspiring you to run your first ultra race. Are you ready to feel the highest highs and the lowest lows? Are you ready to do what you once thought was impossible? Are you ready for your trail to 100? Thank you for joining us here on Trail to 100. I'm Jacob Bateman. Joined along with me is my beautiful and lovely wife, Melody. Did you forget how the intro goes? (laughs) (laughs) Well... I don't know. I guess I, yeah. You were trying to decide if you're going to switch it up today or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) I was trying to decide if I wanted to switch the intro up, but you guys got the classic one. We are the Trail to 100 podcast hosts, the podcast for beginner ultra runners. Are coming to you today, just the two of us today, to give you our updates and what we've been learning through this last month. OG podcast. Yes. Just the two of us. Like how it all started. (laughs) (laughs) so we have we had some setbacks this month um we uh got covid man i feel like we talk about setbacks a lot yeah but you know i think that's just part of ultra training there that's part of ultra training as an average human who has a job and other responsibilities like that's just life right yeah you're always gonna have setbacks yes and here in Utah, it's, um, you know, flu and cold season. And and I also feel like people are getting a lot more sick this year than the past few years, which I think kind of makes sense with everyone quarantining and not going out in public. And anyways, I feel like, yeah, we got COVID. Also, I, I have one athlete who she was sick for like almost two months on and off of three other athletes that are sick right now. I have another athlete that has been sick a couple times. And, um, my dad, he's training for his first 50. He was sick. And so yesterday we were talking about how we can alter his training and it seems like everyone's just been sick. Yes, it, it has been. So like we got COVID and it knocked me on my butt for about a week. I did not, yeah, I literally didn't run for a week um, because my whole body was achy. And so training thrown completely off, right? Right. Plus you bought your workout program from Mike. Yeah. So it's like, what do you do when you miss a whole week on your yeah. workout program? Yeah. You no, know, I was about the same. I, I didn't miss a whole week, but I had a few days where I was completely just in bed the entire day. I tried to get a couple runs and some walks in, but yeah, it, it was a rough week. So what we wanted to talk about today is what do you do when these times happen? When you get sick, when something comes up, maybe you miss a workout, a death in the family or just f- family priorities or stresses with work. And also, what if one day you just sleep in or you just choose to not get your workout yeah, in? because your, we all do it. Your body's <laughs> just exhausted or your mind is just exhausted yeah. and you just need a break. How do you deal with it? When is it okay to to 
not work out and when it is when should you push through like this is the questions we all have like should i go today should i not you know should i should i just go lighter today should i do less mileage today or should i do what i was originally planning on and then how do you process it when you are sick for a week or you do miss a day of workout do you beat yourself up um do you are you okay with it do you just let it go and move on yeah so here's Here's what I um, did. Here's what I did. I got COVID. I was down and out. I actually started really feeling it on my Saturday long run. And I was just started hacking up along on this run and just came back from it completely. It was only 11 miles and I was just completely exhausted and ended up just sitting on the couch the rest of the night. Um and obviously I didn't, as I stated earlier, I didn't run the rest of the week. And I just understood that, um, heck, I was sick. And at that point, the goal was just to get my body feeling normal again. And so, I really didn't want to run until I felt normal again. So Jacob's example is the story of what you should do. Okay. <laughs> now, no, I don't think I did it perfect, though, because... I took a couple days off of work because I install floors for work, um, and that's a pretty physical job. But then I went back into work, and um, so I was being still moving all day doing that. Um, now, I wish I think I should have like at least gone out for a walk mm. or, uh, or stretch a little. You know, like something like do the the low cardio, low input things that that, uh, you know, would just get me out moving. And it might even help me feel better faster if I would have done that. But I didn't do any of that. I didn't stretch. I didn't walk. I just went to work, banged on some floorboards and then came <laughs> home and collapsed. Although I do feel like the time you spent doing floors, I do feel like that pushed your recovery back. A little bit further. It probably did push it back because I'm breathing in all this, all the dust, all and the it's dust really and, physically strenuous. Yeah. But I'm I'm really glad that you brought up that you wish you walked and you wish you would have stretched because that's always the advice that I give to my athletes when they're sick. A lot of them, um, and I don't I don't want this. I'm not I'm not bashing on anybody. Okay, because um, I do this too. I think a lot of us were like, oh, we're sick. Okay, this is a great excuse to not do anything. So I'm just going to watch TV all day. And yes, sometimes that is what you need to do, especially, and this is kind of my rule of thumb, especially if you have a fever or you're throwing up, then that's kind of your sign to not do anything. I'm not going to lie. That one of my guilty pleasures is being sick and just watching TV. I know. Sometimes I like being sick too. I'm like, yes, this is great. <laughs> but the thing is, if it's like a, a cold... Um, or COVID, something that you can still kind of function through, it actually is really good to still move. So what I tell my athletes is if you're supposed to run for an hour today, then walk for an hour instead. Um, and if like for weight training, just get rid of the weights and just go through the motions and just do it all body weight, you know, so it still is good to move. And, and if that still feels like too much, I mean, you know your body better than anyone else. Maybe you're supposed to run for an hour. Maybe you walk for 30 minutes. Like, But getting out and doing some kind of movement, it is going to help you get better quicker. Um, and movement is just good. It's going to help you maintain your fitness through that week while you're sick. 
So I'm glad that you brought that up. Okay. So now here's my next question. Because I did buy a plan from Mike McKnight, but I... Um, he, I'm not meeting with him weekly. He's not modifying the plans. So here I just missed a whole week of training. Right. Now what I did is I just decided, well, this is what I typically do. I just pick up where I left off. Mm. Um, not, I mean, not where I left off. I pick up where I'm supposed to be. Okay. Okay. Sorry, not where I left off. So I pick up where I'm supposed to be. And, um, so I just went to the next week so (laughs) honestly i think that's the best thing to do again i keep talking about what i do with my athletes but that's what i tell my athletes if you miss a day if you miss a week just hop back on where you're supposed to be it's a little bit different if it's like maybe three four five weeks that you've missed then at that point it's like you kind of need a new plan but if it's like one two weeks maybe you can just hop right back on because you're not going to lose that much fitness in that little time. Another thing that's really good, um, if you're sick and you move, when you get back into running, once you're feeling better, it's going to feel easier. Because if you just sit on your butt for an entire week, getting up and moving again is going to feel terrible. Okay, so now then, sounds like I handled being sick pretty well. Okay, you did. Except I didn't move. Maybe you could have moved a little more. But you had a really good attitude. You were just like, okay, it is what it is. I'll just hop back on my program. No big deal. And you know what has helped me have that attitude more so this year than in the past is, and for our listeners who have been with us for the long haul, they know that my training for the Ute 100 was not perfect last year, but yet I was still able to complete the race. In a fairly good time. Yeah. And fairly strong. And so I, uh, it just made me realize it doesn't have to be perfect in order to, you know, complete it. And, and so like when these things, and it made me realize that it's not going to be perfect. So when these things come up to where you miss something, you miss a day, you miss a week, um, you know what? Just, it's okay. You missed it. You know what? Maybe you could have done it. Maybe you couldn't. You know? I don't but know. what's done is it's, done. What's right? done is done, right? I missed my workout this morning because I was stressed about things going on today. And so I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> and so I just chose to not wake up this morning because I was stressed about the events of today. And it was all that I could handle in my mind at that moment. And uh, working out just seemed overwhelming to me. Thanks. Thanks for admitting that. Cause I think, I think sometimes it is just, we just need to realize like this mentally just feels like too much for me right yeah. now. Like I, I just got to take a step like, back. I just you had know? bigger things on my plate today and just trying to work out just was not going to happen. It was adding to your stress yes. instead of helping take away your stress. Like we wanted to, right? Now, maybe I was hiding a little bit from my problems in a sense <laughs> to where like I had finally fallen asleep at like one in the morning. And and so now I'm like, oh, you know, like I kind of woke up to the alarm and I thought about it, but I was like, no, if I can go back to sleep and I can kind of ex- escape the stresses of today by sleeping. <laughs> Um, but you know what? It just it didn't happen today. It's not going to happen today, but I'm going to get back on it tomorrow. I I might have messed up a little bit today, but oh well. Oh well. 
me and Melody, we were talking about this earlier. There's the 80-20 rule in running where 80% of your runs are at a slower pace, 20% of your runs are at a higher pace. And I think, I honestly think that 80-20 rule, like honestly, like applies to li- almost every aspect in life. Amen. Um, like you, you got it. Like you have to at least give it a go and give it everything you got 80% of the time. But 20% of the time, you're going to be feeling worn down. You're just, it's just not going to happen for some reason. Things are going to come Things up. Things come up. Like yeah. I, I have one client who um, they're at their daughter's play. She's in a play. They're at their daughter's play every single night this week. And so they weren't able to get their workout in and things like life is just going to happen. Yeah. You know, my, my grandmother passed away a couple weeks ago and like the funeral was on a Saturday morning. So I originally planned 15 miles. You know, you know what? I didn't feel like waking up at three 30 in the morning to do 15 miles. So I woke up at five and did 10, you know, and wasn't what was on the schedule but you know what and you could have said nope it's too hard to get my run in today and just not do anything yeah but you still got up really early before a really big long day and you got something in i got something in you know right and right so uh it's it's just about you know accepting what your situation is at that moment and realizing what you still have to push yourself and getting up at 5 a.m. to do that 10 miles before my grandmother's funeral was pushing myself, I felt like. Oh, yeah. And uh, Plus, you did it all on a treadmill because it was like negative 18 yeah. degrees outside. <laughs> we were in a different state. And so, yeah, I didn't know where the heck we were at. And it was negative 18. Jacob hates the treadmill. So that was that's your longest treadmill run to date. Ever. So way to yes. go. <laughs> um, and, and so it's, uh, but you know what? Like, yeah, I probably could have woken up earlier but you know what i don't know i don't know if this is the 100 percent right mindset to have but i just realized that you I know for that day mindset in that time that's what was reasonable it still pushed me you know but it didn't do me in for the rest of the day exactly something that someone taught me is to always pick the third option which means uh, for for example the first option would be don't in this case of you doing the run before your grandma's funeral a couple of weeks ago. First option would be you don't do the run. Second option would be you get up at three in the morning to get all your miles in. But then the third option is the middle ground, which is I'll get up at five, which is still hard and get some miles in. Most of my miles. I mean, that was two yeah. thirds of it. still. Right, right. And I really like that concept of choose the third option, which is always kind of like the middle option or like the grayscale option. And I feel like that option it's an option that pushes you still and it, it's more realistic because let's be realistic. If you got up at three o'clock in the morning, um, you would have been exhausted and you wouldn't have been able to be as present with your family and at your grandma's funeral, which it was an important day. Mm-hmm. And um, anyways, so I think that's awesome. And it makes me, you know, as you say that, choose the third option. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it makes me, I, I start thinking back to all the different things, you know, training runs that I've had through these past few years. And it makes me think about how, um, I do choose the third option a lot, but I do notice sometimes that third option turns into option a after I get going. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sometimes, 
I mean, getting started is always the hardest yeah, part, yeah. right? And so sometimes that's what you have to do. Like just mentally to get yourself started, you have to tell yourself, you know what? I don't have to do 16 miles today. I'm just going to at least make sure like I'm feeling exhausted. I got the stress with work or with school or whatever it may be, family. I don't know if I have time for 16, so I'm going to go out and I'm going to do 10. And then all of a sudden you start getting out there. The first mile sucks as always. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then all of a sudden mile two starts to feel better and mile three starts to feel better. And then mile four, you're cooking and you're like, huh, you know what? I'm, I'm a quarter of the way to 16, so maybe I'll just do the 16 after all. Right. That's a really good point. I'm I'm glad that you brought that up. Yeah. I know Mike McKnight brought posted a reel about this, you know, and, and I think he even talked to us about this on our podcast about just get out. He's like, when you don't want to get out on that run, just tell yourself you're running a mile. He's like, and he said 90% of the time you're going to run further than that mile. It's true. And I will say, I actually, um, I have had a couple days this past week where I followed that rule where not a couple of days, a couple of days, the past few weeks anyways, where I followed that rule and I was like, you know, I'm just going to get dressed and I'm going to start running. And I start running and 10 minutes in, I'm like, I'm done. This run isn't happening today. And that's okay. It's okay to stop your run. Um, and that's going to happen every once in a while. But you're right. 99% of the time, you're going to finish I the run. I wouldn't say 99. N- 9 out of 10 times. <laughs> <laughs> 90% of the time. Most of the time, I feel like you finish your run. <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. that because that, I I Just follow that rule up a lot. The shoes, you know, putting the clothes on. Yeah, that's can often be our biggest mental roadblock. It's true. The, I mean, I follow that rule a lot, and I've only ever stopped my run a, a few times. I can probably like four or five times has that ever happened to me where I just didn't finish the run, and that's okay. So this is how I responded during covid when i wasn't able to run so you're uh, kind of what sparked this conversation for me and jacob is we we're talking about this earlier and i was like jacob like i want to be more like you like because you're chill when things don't go your way you just kind of let it go and you move on see i i'm not like that shout out to all the non-type a runners what what, what would that be type b <laughs> <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but so so this is what I did and this is what I do and I I'm not proud of it this is always how I've been I'm a very type a person very regimented um and when I'm thrown off my schedule it eats me alive and this is one of my biggest issues is I tie a lot of my value into um my career and my fitness and and my talents and abilities and and so when I don't get a run in I I beat myself up. I drowned in shame. I feel like oh, I'm I'm a terrible person. I'm a worthless person, and and it just eats me alive. And then I get depressed. I get sad, and then it turns running and fitness into this chore. The reason I'm doing it is because it gives me value, not because I want to do it. And um, I I think that really has hindered me in in a lot of things in my life and in my training and in my fitness. And so when I wasn't able to run during COVID, I just, I beat myself up. I was mad at myself, which is pretty dumb if you think about it, because I was sick. Of course, I'm not going to get my workouts in, you know, and having the expectation 
of being perfect and getting every single workout in and feeling good every single workout, that is just absurd. I mean, if there's anybody out there who has followed their program perfectly to a T their entire life and they've they've never strayed from it once, please message us because I want to interview you. You know they, <laughs> they know that person does exactly. Exist. That's what I'm saying. Like it just it's really dumb. So so this is what I'm learning for people who are similar to me, who maybe you you tie too much of your worth uh, up into this and maybe you beat yourself up too much. What I've learned when I miss a workout um, or things don't go the way I planned, the first thing that I need to do is remind myself this is not where my value and my worth comes from. Or, or if I'm trying to make a decision, am I going to run today? Am I not going to run today? Um, I, I don't want to feel this pressure of I have to. I want to do it because I want to, not because I have to. Um, so, so I tell myself that my value as a person does not change whether or not I get my run in. No one else cares if I run today or if I stay home today. Then once I've established that, then I ask myself, what do I think I need to do? What, what would be the best decision for me? And I also ask myself, what do I want to do? I think that's really important too. Um, sometimes you need to do it, um, even if you don't want to. I mean, a lot of the times you need to do it even if you don't want to. But I think if you have a strong enough why, I think most of the time you're going to want to. That's what's going to help get you out the door and get moving. So anyways, that's kind of what I am trying to work on right now is just taking a step back and realizing it's okay if I miss a workout. Um, Like you said, follow the 80-20 rule. As long as I'm getting my workouts in at least 80% of the time, as long as I'm doing the best that I can, um, that's what matters, you know? Indeed. You got that right. 100% there with you. So let's just get out there and give it our best shot. Don't tie your worth up in this. Get to a point where, you know, if, I mean, if something tragic were to happen and you weren't able to run anymore, is it going to totally crush your your identity like are you going to question who you are like detach detach from it you still are you whether you can run or not so detach from it don't beat yourself up if you miss slash when you miss because it's going to happen just do the best that you can if you miss a day just get up and keep moving just get back on the schedule the next day don't let it happen two days in a row yes and if you mess up learn from it commit to doing it different next time and then let it go and move on don't don't hang on to it and don't beat yourself up over it wise words from my wife everybody (laughs) (laughs) so anyways that's that's pretty much summed up our month it's been a crazy month with some funerals and being sick and just uh it's been a little all over the place a lot of snowstorms so haven't been but able we're still getting out. We're getting out and doing what we can. Yeah, yeah. So the training's been different. I've done more treadmill than I've ever done in my life in this Which last I month. I think there's a lot of pros to a treadmill. Good mental toughness training. Good. I think it helps your form. It helps your like flat form. 
Yeah. You know, us trail runners are always my going up and down. My hundred's not going to be very flat, though. No, but it still is good for your running economy. Yeah. Anyways. But I, I did end the update everyone. I think, I think, I'm fairly certain that I hit 40 miles this past week in my training. So if you saw our story, Jacob actually hit <laughs> nine, like nine, nine trillion gazi- gazillion, gazillion miles. <laughs> My Strava, for some reason, says that I hit nine gazillion miles last week. I have no idea how that happened. Uh, yeah. Is is that a gazillion? Is gazillion That's after g- trillion? Yeah. Uh, well, it's... Yeah. Yeah. I think gazillion's after trillion. Yeah. So you, go to, you go guys can email us or, <laughs> or send us a message on Trail to 100 on our Instagram account if, if we're wrong, if it's not gazillion. But uh, <laughs> anyways, I was in the 40 mile range, which is first time I've hit 40 miles since running my 100. Woo-hoo. So as you guys know, some of you are probably like, that's their first time hitting 40 miles. Like, yeah, we're low mileage. We're runners. low mileage. Hey, runners. we're all about just finishing the race. OK, yeah. we're not putting me. I'm anything. slow. I'm running 15 minute miles. And, uh, anyways, I'm, uh, getting out there. I'm doing it. I'm trying to get faster though. But anyways, so miles are picking up. Um, U 100 is three months away. Woohoo! It's coming up fast. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, it is. So I'll be in the 50 mile range here in the next few weeks. So it'll be exciting. Anyways, well, thank you all for joining us today here on the podcast. This has been Jacob and Melody Bateman. If you have benefited from listening to this or know someone who would benefit from listening to this, please share this episode with them or a previous episode. Uh, We would greatly appreciate it. They were trying to get the word out and help as many beginner ultra runners out there as we can. And please leave us a review if you liked this episode or if you liked this podcast so we can reach more beginner ultra runners like yourself. Thank you for joining us, everyone, and we will talk to you all next time. See you guys. Hey, guys, it's Melody here. Thank you so much for listening to Trail. It means so much to us. I'm really excited to tell you about my coaching business where I help average Joes who are looking for a little bit more out of life do something big to find a little bit more purpose, direction, and meaning. I know what it's like to feel stagnant or like something's missing or like you just want more out of life. I was in the same spot. Jacob and I had just gotten married and we were both working nine to five jobs and we just were like, what do we do now? We, we just wanted something more and we listened to David Goggins book and we decided to sign up for a 50 mile race. And since then we've done fifties, we've done Jacobson, a couple hundreds. I've done one, 100 and, and running has changed our lives. I feel like I always have a goal to work towards. I feel accomplished and proud of myself. I feel like I have learned countless life lessons that have made me a better friend, a better wife, a better daughter, a better person. And I want to give back and help you do the same thing. I'm telling you, running can change your life. If you're ready to jump in and sign up for a race, whether it's three miles or 100 miles, I would be honored to help you cross the finish line. If you want to learn more or get in touch with me, go to my Instagram at Pine Tree Running or my website, MelodyBateman.biz. You have so much potential and you are way stronger than you know. Let's find your strength because it's there just waiting to be tapped into.